Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as oh, you darling. say. I like that. I like that one too. That was mine. I think. <laughs> that was mine. Hi, 50 Ishes. It's Mel and Trish. Welcome to another episode of Don't Give a 50, a podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and just don't give a 50 like us. We've received a beautiful review from Kath who said, Thank you, beautiful girls, for being a voice for the 50-ish ladies out there. The saddest thing I've ever heard from a 50-ish friend was to be prepared for turning 50 because you become invisible. Oh, no. I know. I know. We see you, Kath. We see you. Absolutely. She says, My heart broke for hers. There's absolutely no 50 in way I'm ever going to feel invisible. This I can promise. So more power to you, girl. Well done, and I can't wait to continue to listen to you both. Thank you for making all the 50-ish women out there be seen and, more importantly, heard. Thank you, Kath. Yeah. And to all you beautiful 50-ish women out there, why don't you pop on to Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts and leave a generous re- rating and, and review. a review. And tell your friends. Share it because we would like to be reading out your review yeah. very soon. Yeah, I actually love scrolling through. I know, it's, it's I really do too. Cool. I know. And you know, I know we've said this before, but we don't encourage this for our own egos. It's mm. what we need to do in podcast land to, to keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So, yeah, please, please, please share it with a friend, yeah. spread the word. We love it. And we'll keep having fun. So much fun. With all of you. And so much fun. We, I think, are about to have a lot of fun. I think we are, Trish. We are going to spice things up a bit today. How are you going to go with that? Me. Not that you're not a spicy minx, but, you know, you're probably a little bit more conservative. Mm, I'm just more reserved with certain things than other people are. I don't necessarily think you're more reserved with them. You're just not as vocal with sharing them perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm I'm reserved with how much I share. Yes. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, yeah. And even I have my boundaries and limits as to to what I feel comfortable talking about. But today's guest, I think she's going to be a bit different and she is going to talk to us obviously about something that we haven't talked about before. And we have said that... No topic is off limits. No, and we've actually had people write in and ask us to explore and deep dive mm. about sexuality mm. in our 50s. Yeah. And today we're speaking to Susan Jarvis, the maven. We have decided that no topic is off limits. And so we were really, really happy when Susan reached out to us and talked about coming on to the podcast to speak to us. And we just went, yeah, hell yeah. We're up for anything, basically. Yes, absolutely. And, and we also had um, one of our beautiful 50s tribe send a suggestion that we needed to talk about sex, etc. Yeah. For, you know, in your 50s, during menopause, whatever. So this That's, is just basically an experience 
extension of that. It but not is. Not necessarily talking about sex with a partner. Susan has a business. She has a website called The Spicy Boudoir, mm. which I love the sound of that. I Same. have actually done a bit of research yes, and so had did. a little poke around so there. So did I. Poke around. But no pun intended. <laughs> 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 yeah, so you can imagine we may be a little bit juvenile because that's what happens when we talk about things. There might be quite a bit nature. of laughing with um, so. with our chat with Susan, but I think it's going to be really cool because she's talking about sexual expression, sexual freedom. She's going to be talking to us about intimate devices, which is some of those stigmatised, taboo topics. Yeah, that and we Susan is about. all about removing the stigma and having that open conversation, Mm. much like the movie and Renee Webster, How to Please a Woman, it's all about asking for what you want, but also about knowing what Exactly. So Exploring. That, the curiosity. Uh, and we are curious, curious no girls. No failure, oh. just feedback. <laughs> no failure, just feedback. So that's what we know about Susan, but what we don't know is everything else. We don't know her backstory. We don't know that much about her and, and her where... Her journey. No, how, you, no, exactly. how you become yeah. interested in championing this... Championing? I could really struggle with that word. Mm. Championing yeah. this for us regular 50-ishers. Yeah, yeah. So can't wait to chat. Welcome to Don't Give a 50, lovely Susan Jarvis, the maven. Hello, lady. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's great it's to have you here. Lovely to have you in the studio it, with it's us. It's a nice little intimate space here, isn't it? It is. Which is where we're headed. It's a bit. Into, into the territory of <laughs> intimacy. The, yes. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It it's is. exactly where. All you need is a blind and we could make out. Yeah. <laughs> we could. Frosted glass. I mean, we could even make out without the blind, but you know. (laughs) We are midlife women. We have. have. I might need a few champers first. (laughs) I'd need a lot, I tell you. Okay. So, Susan, you describe yourself as an ordinary woman who discovered her extraordinary self by tapping into her sexual energy. So, can you tell us a bit more about that, please? My ordinary self, I used to be about 165 kilos about 20 years ago. And I decided to go on a journey. Mm-hmm. And that journey was um, I ended my marriage because that was a big part of my uh, health. Mm-hmm. And I joined Weight Watchers. I learned how to eat and I started to exercise. Now, during that time, I had been celibate in the marriage for about three years. Mm-hmm. And um, very little attention even paid to self-pleasure. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, well, we, it's a common story we hear, just, mm. you know, you, ladies put themselves on the back burner in so many different ways. Well, they do. Um, I didn't buy vibrated until I was about 35 and that was um, Unleash the Beast. <laughs> Let the dog off the chain. I have to say that um, self-pleasure, I think back then saved my mental health. Because I, when I recall how I used to feel as a woman, I didn't have any. I'd let I'd let go of my femininity and my womanness. Yeah, I wasn't taking care of myself. No hair, no makeup. I didn't wear a bra. I just wore a singlet. Okay, daggy mm. frump. Okay, mm. and always looking at other women, thinking, "Oh, I wish I could be like them. I wish I could be like them." So it just all crystallised. A good friend wrote to me after I'd been here in Brisbane to visit. I was living in North Queensland. And she sent me a card and uh, I, I just love this friend of mine because she invested in our friendship and she took a risk. She wrote to me and said, I'm really worried that you're going to die very soon, too early, mm. and you deserve to, you know, slide into your grave with the champagne in hand at, at a very old age. Yeah. Bless her. And, yeah. yeah. And I rang her in tears. Yeah. And she was, thought I was rigging to abuse her. I said, no, 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 Heather. Just mm. the wake up call you needed wake up at that call. time. Exactly. And so there was just these little foundation steps. I guess even at that time you probably didn't feel that way yourself. You probably thought that no one cared. So to realise, hang on a moment, there is someone who cares. What she's saying is absolutely Mm. true. I am worth investing in. Definitely. Because I felt so unloved at that time and I didn't love myself either. Mm. So to me, that woman 15, 20 years ago, and I'll share a photo with you of what I used to look like. Because you won't recognise me. Wow. Okay, I'm seriously a different person inside and out. Mm. So 
that first 12 months post-divorce was my journey of rediscovery and I stayed celibate during that time. Um, I needed to focus a lot on myself intellectually, emotionally, culturally, spiritually. And the rebuild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and then um, when I did meet somebody, he was much younger than me and he was going to be my six-week route. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we stayed together now, for seven I years. Ask, oh, so yeah. really? Could I ask why six weeks? Yeah, why so did you put was that was in a holiday or a time frame? Yeah. yeah, were you in Greece? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard like Eat, Pray, Love. Or, yeah. What's that other movie when she's on the boat? Was yeah. it Shirley Valentine or yeah. something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Valentine. That That's yeah. what I'm thinking Look, of. Look, I had a to do list. Yeah. And one of them was just to be, can I swear? Yeah. Yes, gorgeous. I just needed to be fucked, okay? Right. Or we I, can say sometimes 50. 50. <laughs> but we're well. open to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just needed to feel the weight of a man on top of me mm. and to be kissed with passion mm. and to feel desired. Yeah. And mm. um, I was enrolled to start uni. I was going to do psych and so, you know, I wasn't, wanting to focus on someone else. It was my life. I'd recently been made redundant from my 20 years in a big, large telecommunications company, which we won't name, mm-hmm. but that was another opportunity to take that money and run Yeah, yeah. go to uni. Interesting, so, It's almost like the silver lining, you know, yeah. when oh. one door shuts, another, another door, door opens. opens. Oh, definitely. You yeah. don't know what it is at the time. but Gives you the freedom yeah. mm. and the opportunity. Mm. So, um, mm. so, no, six weeks was just, he was just going to be a short-term fling but Seven was, years later. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's a great story. He's um he was a big beautiful stonehead bogan. Um, <laughs> Love a good bogan. <laughs> I mean, when it all boils down, we really just are bogans, right? Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, but we weren't. Look, there's he's got a heart of gold. And that's actually what I fell in love with, but. Yeah. It took me a long time to realise we're not the right people for each other and yeah. he's very happy and I'm very happy Yeah, and yeah. I have a new partner and we've been together for seven years and and um, so all my experience I had in that seven-year relationship with the beautiful Bogan, yeah. my current partner benefits from that, yeah, as do right. I. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the but the beautiful bogan was part of you rebuilding yourself, obviously. Definitely. Mm. I have actually told him this. He was my safe harbour during that time. Yeah. We look, I have really had my cake and eaten it. This is the last three years of that relationship, we were in an open relationship. So I was able to explore my sexuality. Wow. And go home to this beautiful person and Debrief and wow. talk all yeah, about it. Great. Wow. Okay. And so. no judgment, nothing, no, no jealousy. No, no. Ju- yeah. Uh, okay. He was part of it sometimes, but yeah. yeah. Gee. Look, I just have. How freeing for you. That's very freeing. And especially coming from where you, you came from, from that, you know, that marriage that lacked mm. all that, you know, beautiful love and intimacy and, mm. you know, so that's, that's extraordinary. You really yeah. went from one extreme to the other in that sense. Definitely. And look, listeners, ladies, I am just an ordinary woman from a regional town in Queensland mm. you wouldn't you'd look at me in the street and you think oh she's just yeah I'm she this is a lovely I'm lady I'm putting myself down but no 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 you're awesome <laughs> but I know what you mean like to walk you know by someone and think I have a, a much better sex life than you ever do mm. you know is empowering it gives me a lot of personal power mm. yeah got you, you. Know, and my mm. experiences that I've had inner pride confidence yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And I, ha- I say to women all the time, Trish, if you could ask for what you want in the bedroom, just imagine what you can ask for in life and yes. in the boardroom. Wow. Yes. That power of being able to tell your lover what you want, how to change what they're doing, and to also communicate to them, like, how can I make this better for you at this point in time? You know, it, it's really personal power. So mm. do you think Mr Six Weeks Beautiful Bogan turned into seven years? Was he a catalyst for that? Was he very open? Was he a big communicator? Like how did you go from being who you were to being, okay, I want this, this, this and this and this mm. is how you do that? No, he wasn't a big communicator. He's a mechanical savant and definitely I believe on the spectrum. Because yeah. what's a mechanical savant? Oh, look, I've watched that man. Do you know? Yes. Yeah, someone who's really good at mechanics. <laughs> I've watched correct? that man change Am a I tire, correct? change brake pads without actually looking at. He's just sat there, hands behind the wheel, and just 
changing a brake pad without actually having to look or do something. Okay. So he was very, very clever and apparently there's a family story. Good with his hands. Oh, he was good (laughs) with his hands. (laughs) Uh, That's the segue we're leading into, ladies. (laughs) Can I just tell you a moment? We had this experience where we were going for a gushing moment for me, which I've I've not experienced gushing despite all my efforts. Anyway, this was... The look on his face, he actually gave me a massage of my cervix. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. I haven't. You can get a really deep, deep body orgasm from that. And I'll never forget the look on his face. And I'm like, oh, I'm gushing, gushing, because I could feel liquid. And uh, my orgasm was so intense that my uterus had actually contracted or my cervix had contracted. So my uterus dispelled its contents. Oh, my gosh. So it was blood coming out. Oh, my Lining. God. Yeah. And we were like, holy shit, shit, what do we do, what do we do? And I thought, well, And because you wouldn't have known no, what was going no, on at the time. No, just like, thank God we had a towel. But I didn't feel any pain. I was in this heightened euphoric. euphoria. And uh, we rang the hospital and they said, no, she's not in pain or anything. The bleeding stopped. That's okay. And I saw my GP the next day and the look on her face was one of envy. <gasps> wow. When I told her what had happened, she said, that's <clears throat> your orgasmic contractions. Wow. So oh, I'm... there's something to aim for, Trish. Well, you, you can look at oh, Mel. Oh, Mel. <laughs> oh, just so you're looking at me very intensely. That's what I do. <laughs> I, look, I'm just trying to fathom how Mr Beautiful Bogan knew how to give you a I'm trying to work out how he was massaging your cervix. That's what that's what I just oh, said. Well, you have to just go internally or externally. No, internally. So, right. um, so you've heard of. <laughs> I just asked that question. You can't say my. Well, I just oh, feel like you're being direct enough. <laughs> What's a Michael massage? You were, you were just kind of mincing around. I just need to know: was it inside or outside? Or inside. <laughs> Okay, I was thinking the same thing. You're right, Trish. I need to get more direct. All right, what on earth is she talking about? Game on. I don't know if I've actually answered your original question. (laughs) I don't even know what the original question is. We do this. How did he know? How did beautiful Bogan man know? My education. I had Googled it. And I think one of the first things that I asked him to do when I met him, and we were just like lovers was I wanted to be fisted because I had never been fisted before. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, so it's, it's curiosity. different. Yeah, curiosity. Mm, okay. I had a to-do list. Yeah, yeah, right, wow. yeah. Okay. And where Look did if it's you safe come and up, gentle and... Where did you come up with that to-do list? Was it just, like, how did you educate yourself on what I think I might like to try? Mm. Okay. Well, Google is your friend, obviously. I don't know. If there's some things and on Google that can't be unseen. <laughs> uh, mm. True. Mm. Oh, I won't yeah. go down the rabbit yeah, hole no, there. Yeah, no, let's not get so a couple of things on my to-do list, and, and I think about my mortality a lot, yeah, okay? okay? I think about death. I talk about death and I want a life where I've created a, this beautiful deathbed memories. So if I'm lucky enough to die, you know, at old age, I've got all these moments and I'll tell you when I go out, there's going to be that <laughs> delicious, I call it my Mona Lisa smile because I know what that smile's about but yes. not not everyone else yeah. will. yeah. I wanted to do fisting. Yep. I wanted to explore BDSM. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to try anal because I had yeah. never tried anal before. Mm-hmm. Pop that cherry. <laughs> um, and um, I have a lesson learned to share about that one. I also wanted to explore whether or not I was a lesbian yeah, inside. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Turns out I'm bisexual. Or okay. pansexual. Uh, intelligence really floats my boat. Yep. Um, so do boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And um, I was very, very fortunate. And I'll tell you a funny story. And uh, probably I think it was the second woman I spent a night with. We, we met online and she was visiting North Queensland from a country town mm-hmm. in central Queensland. And when she said, oh, I'm from blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going to say where because it's a small world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You'll see how small this world is. I said, oh, I was friends with um, such and such. He was the school captain. Oh, my God. How did, yeah, I know him. How do you know him? I said, we met at a Year 12 camp at Yapoon uh, for Rotary or Interact um, mm-hmm. when we were in Year 12. She said, oh, I was at that same camp. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
gosh. So we would have actually met because I remember, you know, there was a posse of girls that hung around this guy. Yeah. I think he was gay. Yeah, we we were quite good friends for a while. And he he even came and visited me in my hometown. And But how would you be? How would you be? And you end up experimenting. (laughs) Yeah. Bonking or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Or, or, yeah, yeah. You know, having a great time together. So yeah. It's a small world. That is a small world. Yeah. So I've, I've actually got, that's actually our first question. And we've mm. got a ton of questions, Trish. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. So I better, I better move on because I just, yes. I want to talk about your your business um, and your podcast as well. So mm. it's a, to us, it's a fascinating space that you occupy. So can you tell us about what compelled you to start your business, The Spicy Boudoir, and, and your podcast, The Maven's Diaries? In my initial reason was I was sick of working for other people. I've been working as a public servant for the last 12 years. I've actually just left that world to focus on this full time. But at the time when the business opportunity came up, a friend had said to me, oh, there's a business for sale. It's a party plan, sex toy business. You'd be really good at it because she knows I um, love, talk, love talking yeah. about sex, very yep. comfortable, yeah. open, frank about it. Yeah. Anyway, when I looked at that brand, I thought, oh, God, it's so tacky. It's just tacky. Yes. And I thought I could do something so much better. And that name, the Spicy Boudoir, just kept boom, boom, boom in my head. And I thought, fuck it. The business name was available. The domain name was available. All the social handles were available. I thought, right, that's the universe telling me this is your path. Yeah, that's a bit of woo-woo there. It's the woo-woo. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. I'm very much woo-woo. The universe provides for me Mm -hmm. all the time. I have to just live my truth and put it out there Mm -hmm. and it happens. And I say that to anyone listening, man or woman, you connect yourself to the universe, Uh, whether that's through your faith or God or I talk to Grace, like I'll actually um, ask Grace mm-hmm. for guidance. So so the business itself, you know, underlying motivations were here I was, a woman turning 50, grey hair, big bum, a moustache, hair on my chin. <laughs> that's, that's just part of that whole midlife process, yeah, right? Yeah. It falls out of your head yeah. and ends up somewhere on your face yeah. or your bum. <laughs> So, you know, I felt, I still felt incredibly sexy, but mm. the world doesn't see me as that, okay? So I had this, like, pissed off mm. sort of inner fire. It's like a big fuck you. I'm going to start my own business. Yeah. You know, I'm going to show other women, don't give up on your sexuality. Yes, your hormones, your ovaries aren't driving your bus. You're not going to feel like that buzzing in your clitoris that makes you feel horny, mm. but you can still get a buzz after menopause or, mer- or even during perimenopause, you can still get arousal, but you just have to do it differently. It's a responsive arousal now, yep. not that instantaneous, spontaneous, mm. fuck me now oh type of feeling. Mm. So, mm. so that was part of it. And the podcast always wanted to create a space for safe conversations because sex should be as natural as the air we breathe but we choke on it because we don't know how to do it. We don't know how to talk about it. Mm. And so part of the Maven's private diaries was to talk to people that had stories to share, wisdom. I wanted to get experts, but also just ordinary people Mm. like myself telling their stories. Mm. So interesting you say that because I think the Western world, like I can remember listening to a podcast with a sex therapist and she was of European descent Mm. and in Europe, it is much more widely accepted and talked about and, you know, children, it's discussed over the table, which I think we're getting to that point that it's not as taboo. But also, you know, at that time of their lives where they're getting boyfriends and girlfriends, it's not sneaking off and, you know, trying to find places or whatnot. It's like this is going to happen. You are going to have sex. Yep. Mm. Do it in this safe environment here, mm. not try and hide it away <clears throat> or think of it as taboo. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's actually the conversation I had with my daughter and I said to her, I'd much rather provide you with Safe the house, house yeah. than in the back of a seat or at a party. Oh, or down yeah. the beach. And, yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, really? oh, nothing wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> We're drawing on memories here, Darren. Are we drawing on some memories? <laughs> I've seen a few sunrises. <laughs> well, there you go. So yeah. Susan's drawing on memories. 
internal <laughs> exfoliation. <laughs> yeah, and external. Crap. Yeah, no, that's bloody awful. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so one focus of yours is breaking down taboos and stigma associated with um, sexual freedom and intimate devices. So what do you think has led us to this point? Like why is there so much stigma around or associated with these two things? So intimate devices and, and sexual freedom. Yeah, it's it's a very complex area and mm. there's more than one reason, I think. And yeah. A lot of it is societal, media, what we see in entertainment. Can you think of any scenes in television or film where it's a couple having sex and there's a vibrator being used? No, no, I no. can't. Not, Not mainstream. No. no, I think mainstream now you can start to see, you know, sex toys being used. We just uh, spoke to the director, Renee Webster, of yes, that brilliant How to Please a Woman. And I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a great scene in that yeah. where she's, uh, <laughs> he's got the control and she's got the device. Yeah. Because one's never enough. (laughs) (laughs) It was such a good scene. Yeah, it was a great scene. I I think too a bit of male ego comes into it because, Ah, protecting the patriarchy. Yes, yes. Got you. Like, you know, why would you need a sex toy? Aren't I enough for you? Yeah, right. Okay. You know, my partner and I, we actually use a combination, okay? Like my orgasm lives in my head and it's usually buried by this huge fucking to-do list. Have the dogs (sighs) got water? (laughs) <laughs> and the cat's got biscuits. What if I've got to put them in the shopping list? Yes. Oh. So yep. I have a little magic uh, helper and it's a clitoral device that actually suckles my clitoris. So while we're being intimate, if I just need that little extra push over the hill, out she comes. It's my wee that, That's melt. your uh, brain wiper. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't think of anything else right now. Yeah, yeah. the to-do list goes it's gone. out the window yeah. and, yeah. yeah, you focus on what, what's going on. That's right. And mm. so a lot of women, th- their orgasm is in this haze of other thoughts. Mm. And, and I do say to women, you know, women don't need a vibrator to come. But just like you don't need shoes to run, it sure does fucking help. <laughs> so, you know, so. Yeah, yeah interesting. You know. I certainly need shoes to run. <laughs> yes, as do I. <laughs> <laughs> you can't run in stilettos unless you're yeah, Sarah Jessica Especially Parker. with yes. your plantar fasciitis. <laughs> <laughs> All my, yeah, the arthritis in my knee yeah. and everything else I've got. I just basically don't run anymore, but can't. Anyway, so, yeah, so that is that is interesting and I agree with you. There is a lot. It is a quite a complex situation. So it begins societal as a societal issue and then it sort of goes down right down to the yeah, individual. I think so. It? And it's just kind of, it's like the whole evolution of women, you know. We've mm. always kind of that be seen and not heard mm. kind of bullshit that came mm. all about yeah, with the, a, in the, 1800s, 1800s, the 19th century. The 1800s. <laughs> We, we weren't expecting. We do love a period. <laughs> we do. I know we do love a bit of historical drama, but yeah, no. But I, mean, I think now what mm. what we're seeing, like, so now respected celebrities like Gwyneth, she's probably the most well well known, known high profile. Oh, I think so to our fiftieth tribe. There's mm. a few younger ones as well. She's pretty high profile. Has got mm. a range of vibrators out, mm. and so she packaged them up and sends them off to other A-list celebrities, the likes of Drew Barrymore, Kim mm. Kardashian. Even our own Australian Celeste Barber, I saw mm-hmm. her on social media. So she got one. When from... he sings, yeah, and even she was a bit kind of holy. Um, you could, yeah, she was a holy bit shit. taken aback. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, she she, <clears throat> and then they post it. Yeah, and then yeah. they have that conversation about yeah. it, and it normalizes it. And then I remember seeing Gwyneth was on the Ellen Show, mm. and Ellen was talking to her about it, and she was saying how her daughter Apple had been on TikTok, which is a huge platform yeah for that and what would apple be in her early 20s or mid 20s no 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 no. she'd be about 18 18 Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so she's on tiktok she's in her mum's bathroom and going like just doing a kind of a bit of a piss take parody thing on oh you know mum comes in here at seven and she's still in here at eight and you know she's got 200 million goop products to put on her skin so it's (laughs) nice and shiny and you know and then she goes into work and makes vibrators and vagina candles and just anything (laughs) vagina actually and then so Gwyneth has then got the, the doco on Netflix, which is Sex, Love and Goop. Mm. Mm, I haven't you know? seen that. So it's just, it's all these young people 
starting to talk about yeah. and normalise mm. that mm. the younger generation are just more open than we ever were and I think it will continue to do yeah. that. Mm. Like even Gwen said that her mm. son, and he's younger than the daughter, so I don't yeah, know, yeah, he he's is. early he's teenagers. And mm. so when she was on Ellen, he had said to her, Mum, I'm really proud of you. I was a little bit taken back, a bit embarrassed, but I'm oh, proud yeah. of you. Um, you know, making things to help people feel better about themselves. Um, mm. I, you're a real feminist. Mm. And then Gwyneth said, I think she's he's secretly still very embarrassed but <laughs> trying to put a good spin on it. But yeah. that's, you know, that's younger generation, yeah. the young mm. male mm. having that conversation. And also during Mamma Mia Out Loud recently, <laughs> there was a conversation they were having and it was about a girl who had asked her mum to buy her a vibrator. And then it was the conversation of they were discussing, you know, was that good, bad, whatever? And, you know, they kind of went, well, it's kind of a bit weird for some. Was she underage? Is that why? Uh, I don't she, know. I don't know. Well, she maybe she didn't know herself? where to go. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I, don't, mm. I think those tricky. sex stores you do yeah. have to be over 18. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'd have to be over 16. 16, yeah. I yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just, I think mm. that all of these conversations and the social media banter and kind of the celebrities or influencers or well, hey, talking it's going about to break it down the it, stigma, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Associated with intimate devices. Any any public conversation around yeah. sex, sexuality, relationships, yeah. mm. uh, desires, it, it does, it brings it into that, that sphere. Yeah, of, it's okay to talk yeah. about this because yep. it's something we all have in common. Yeah, I know. You know. So yeah. why why is it so important for the self pleasure conversation to be normalised and discussed in that mainstream media and everyday conversation? Like, can it just be to each their own? No judgment. You do your thing. I do my thing. Like, does it need to be discussed? I think definitely it needs to be yeah. talked about and in the appropriate arenas. For instance, you know, like around the dinner table, it's probably not the right time and place oh, to know. raise a topic. I don't know. I it think depends depending on, who on the with. age group. Because the other thing that I had learned was that with all this social media that mm. kids have access to, that they have access to porn and they have yeah. it yeah. really yeah. young. So yep. these kids are watching this and this is where their sex education comes yeah. from. Mm. And so then it's these young kids mm. who are out mm. in the world, who mm. aren't having the conversations at home, who are, you know, down the beach and in the back of the car, mm. thinking that these bloody terrible pornos that aren't made with any class or consideration mm. is how or you... Or technique. Or technique mm. is how you do it. So, you know, it's like... You know, you've got that at that end and the conversation at the dinner table. So somewhere that has to meet. So as you say, it is healthy. It is yeah, less um, uncomfortable. And, you know, because there was a lot of girls out there that I remember a, a story from school about a girl who had started seeing someone and it was like she lost her virginity to this guy and she'd never slept with anyone else. No one else was talking about sex. And he told her that Anne was normal, everyone was doing it, and they can do it and it is normal. But for that girl at that age, then to have a conversation with her friend and her friend go, oh, well, actually, we're not doing that, mm. you know, so that can cause a lot of mental Definitely does. And I've just recently issues. spoken with a gentleman who's about 75. This is an upcoming episode on the Maven's Private Diaries. Mm -hmm. He grew up, obviously, um, in a very conservative time of his life, very religious household, yep. and his priest, he had told his priest he'd been masturbating. Yep. And I'll tell you, that mm. man at 75 still carries all this emotional yes. baggage. Yes. He thought he was going to hell. And he was yeah, only about 10 or 12 yes. at that time. Yeah. So this is where, you know, kids need to be taught. And that is such mm. a, Touching yourself is such a precious is part of your yeah. body. Yeah. yeah. It's normal yep. to yeah. experience pleasure. Curiosity is normal. Exactly. And I think mm. for girls and women it would be great to see mothers having conversations with their daughters mm. and teaching them that you're, you deserve pleasure. Pleasure is your right because there's this huge orgasm pleasure gap yeah. between mm. men and women. And also mm. having that, as awkward as it is, having that conversation with your son as well. Yeah. Oh, true, true. Yeah. Like three things I say to people, mm. these are the three key elements to creating and developing a wonderful 
sexual persona, sex, sex life, and that's educate, communicate and masturbate. And do not discriminate. And do discriminate. <laughs> I've added exactly. one for you. It rhymed as well. Have you noticed I'm writing this down, Trish? Communicate, masturbate. And what was the other one? Is don't discriminate. Your, is this your to-do list tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of resources out there in the world, okay? There's sick, I would say to anybody, you'd go to a GP to get your blood pressure checked and all of that, so why wouldn't you go to a sexologist or a counsel, sex therapist mm. to work on your skills Some of the therapists that I've heard on various podcasts, et cetera, and I could imagine on your podcast have just, you know, mm. really so informative and just break it down mm. in layman's terms. So you go, yeah, of course, that's a brilliant way to think about yeah, it. Like yeah. why mm. haven't we been thinking about it like that forever? I know, and... Even understanding how your body actually works, yeah, yeah. and your bits and pieces, okay? yeah, your yeah. clitoris, your vulva, your vagina, your anus, mm. your heart, your mind, your nervous system. It's more than just touching and stroking. There's a lot more. Mm, like our yeah. heart and mind is part of it. The meditative mm. state. Um, can I recommend a fantastic sexologist? She's Australian, based yeah. in New York now. Mm. Her name is Cindy C Y N D I Darnell D A R N E L L, and Cindy has incredible resources for um, she did a series about the erotic or the atlas of the erotic body. Oh, wow. Oh, it's incredible. Maybe uh, you should see if Cindy will come and chat to us. <laughs> more than likely she will. She's a wonderful. Did you ever see Lukewarm Sex on ABC with Luke McGregor? Oh, no. my gosh. She's I in that. I have only seen okay. a couple of those episodes, but I heard Luke, he was interviewed on the Imperfects podcast mm-hmm. And could I just say, if you haven't heard that podcast, the Imperfects podcast is brilliant, but in particular, their episode with Luke, and it was so funny, and he was just, yeah, he was brilliant. Check that out. Yeah, yeah, really good. And I could imagine he talked about lukewarm sex in in the podcast yes. and um, why he did that and how it was very much a reflection of his own life. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and in that, it's so funny because at the we always ask a question at the end of the show, which we will ask you, but he did this whole thing about, you know, what would you say to, you know, teenage Luke? Can he go, oh, I'd go back and I'd, I'd, I'd show him and I'd, I'd say to him, I'm actually you and, and you did have sex. And, but that might be weird if he's in a park and I walk up to him and say, here's a video of you having sex. <laughs> Such a funny man. <laughs> Yes, you had to be there. <laughs> anyway, listen to it. I'll put a link in the show Susan, notes. Susan, how many, how many women do you think are just sort of cruising along, really having unfulfilled sex, and how many are having ripping great How many are pushing sex? their uterus out? Expelling their uterus I don't actually have the, the data here with me. There is... Um, just generally, like... research. Look, yeah. I would say there's more women <clears throat> not enjoying their sex lives mm. than there are women who are, mm. okay? That's the general feeling. A lot of women I speak to are in that perimenopause phase yeah, and they've given up. Okay. They just don't feel like having sex. Yep. And I keep saying to them, yeah, that's your body talking, seriously. Yeah, you yeah. Know? it is. And then you talk of all the benefits after having an orgasm and what endorphins <laughs> and <laughs> serotonin <laughs> and, you know, that... that everything that that releases in your system that can actually help you feel better. Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't you go for that? You take vitamins, Dal, at the beginning of every day. Yeah. Just put it on the morning routine list. (laughs) (laughs) Just knock one out before you have a shower. (laughs) Or in the shower? (laughs) Oh, a bit of a slip hazard. Oh, is it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But what would you say to them then, apart from listen to your podcast and jump online because, you know, your your website has lots of information, Mm. like your blogs um, has lots of information there, but what would you say to those women? Like if they're they're midlife and they're really struggling where they're feeling like, okay, I'm just going to give up. Like you mentioned before about the intimate devices, how that can help. Mm. Would you go straight down that road or where would you start? I'd start with your mindset, first of all, and talk. Find either a group to talk about, like I've got a group where people can come and just talk about their sexuality on Meetup and it's just a safe space, there's no hard sell, it's just for you to talk with other women, compare notes and and just get your mindset um, in the right space. Yeah. And depending on 
like you have to understand what your orgasmic preference is right. and how your orgasm works. Okay, like, so how do women do that? How do they understand oh, their orgasmic knowledge preference? Is power. Just, this is where the just educate, experiment. communicate, or, masturbate is. So, right, okay, um, yep. yep. If, if, if you're not sure, well, what ah, actually okay. floats my boat? What yep. gets me over that yep. threshold? Or rocks my boat or circles yeah, my boat. Yeah. Or. Do you, are you a woman who needs that clitoral stimulation constantly? Yep. Do you, do you need internal stimulation at the same time? Yep. So um, do you need to build up that erotic, sensual Your recipes, space? your ingredients. Yeah, exactly. What ingredients mm. do you need what and in what portions? You. Yep. Yeah. And yep. you won't know unless you go and find out yep. and then test and explore, reflect and review. Yeah. Okay. You know, no failure, just feedback. No, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> and have a fantastic time getting yeah. it all done. Yep. And, you know, solo sex is just as equally empowering and enjoyable experience mm. as it is being partnered. Yep. You um, don't have to cook at dinner. That's right. <laughs> Not that I mind cooking you dinner, Gordo. <laughs> I was going to add something there, but... Oh, oh, the old, you know, I remember reading something about why a cucumber, this was about 30 years ago, why a cucumber was better than a man. And one thing was a cucumber doesn't make you sleep in a wet patch. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Look at me go. Are you proud of me? Very proud of you. (laughs) I'm terrible, Muriel. (laughs) Oh, she is. (laughs) Um, I've had a poke around your website and... Oh, have you? Yeah, have you just? Oh, you know I like to do a lot of research on our guests. Not coming in here no, half-assed. Not uh, coming in here half hard. No, it's the terminology you yeah. use. Poke around. <laughs> now I'm drawing the synchronicity of what you're saying. I've had a bit of a poke around of your website. <laughs> And I did think it was extremely thoughtful. Yeah. And I thought the categories were very... um, Very tasteful. Yeah, very Mm. tasteful, but also so inclusive. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And the thought of going and where do you go? You know, do Mm. do you Google? Do you do do what? So I had to have all of this information in that one safe place. Mm. And, you know, you don't, like, the thought of driving up to a sex shop and parking out the front and worrying about, oh, is one of the kids' friends who are now driving yeah. going to see my car or mm. the neighbours? And I'm sure everyone thinks like that and they just look so tacky, so therefore you may feel tacky. Yeah. Mm. So I think to have that beautiful space that you are providing for people to go to that's safe and intimate and it's so much information. Thank it you. is right. So well done. Thank yeah. you. I, love I love it. our logo. We used, yeah. um, we chose a ginkgo leaf because mm. that represents longevity and resilience. Oh, I like that. Okay. And, mm. you know, when you invest time in your self pleasure, yep. it's giving yourself permission, okay? Yes. To, to, to dive deep into your inner being. And that uh, orgasms, you, you get a big chemical, you know, yeah. hit yeah. Mm. from it. But um, that, just the thought of giving yourself permission to give yourself this time validates who you are. So to, and, and this is what we're talking resilience. about with mm. this podcast. You know, it's all about you saying, hang on, I am relevant. I am interesting. You know, I am worthwhile yep. putting, whether it be re-educating, whether it be masturbating, mm. whatever it is, yeah. you are so worth it. Mm. Yeah. I'll tell you how, how I see myself. Yeah. Tell us. I'm the sexiest woman on the planet. Love that. Great work. I think when you feel it, you can see Mm. women who feel it because they carry it, that that confidence. You've got that inner confidence. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, which is great. And so you should. Yeah. So you should. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a journey Journey. to get there. Yeah, exactly. Never used to have that. As you told us from the beginning. Mm. Exactly. Mm. So how, how liberating for you? How Look, I've never <laughs> felt so powerful. I'm 55 in August mm-hmm. and um, I just feel my power growing yes. yeah. exponentially. Yeah. So I can't wait till I'm 80. Yeah, I yeah. I really can't. Yeah. I just think. It's such a privilege, isn't it? It is, it you is. Know, every day is a privilege. There's probably a lot of ladies out there, you know, who would love to have had the opportunity mm. to discover their sexuality more that didn't go down that path. Yes, and I say, see, I don't want to be on my deathbed with regrets. No. Okay, because, no. and I put myself out there, I was dating online. Every time you mm. say that, I think of a few things and my husband <laughs> start to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway. When you're dating, when you put yourself out there, yeah. rejection is part and parcel of yes. online dating or dating in any sphere. Yep. But rejection is just a fleeting moment, okay? That that feeling, that emotion will disappear, whereas regret, unless you can fix it, but if you don't, regret lives with you forever. And so I deliberately chose to live my life that way. And that re- without regrets means I, t- I prioritise my sex life, I prioritise my relationship with my partner. Yep. You know, we're, we're, we're fucking tired every day, but we're committed. We don't feel like sex at all, but we're committed to scheduling time just to be together and sometimes it's just a case of getting into bed naked, talking, kissing and going to sleep. Yep. Or just a spoon. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes a spoon. it's just a spoon. That's right. All we need is a spoon. Yeah, just a bit of body warmth, a bit of a spoon. Yeah. Sometimes it's a nude spoon. Sometimes it's just a spoon. Maybe it's a just nude kidding, spoon kids. With a it's never a nude spoon with, with a dad. No. no, with a bit of a spork. <laughs> <laughs> is that like the fork with one? One prom yeah. bit <laughs> that someone's tried to use as a screwdriver. Yeah, it's poking you in the back. Yeah, oh. yeah. So, yeah. But so, I, I'm on a mission to preserve my sexuality until the day I die. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's Absolutely. brilliant. I was going to ask you, and it's interesting that you know you said that because I was almost under the impression that you were desiring sex all the time because your sexuality, because it's so free, you know, and, and you've discovered it now and you're so happy with it and it's it's given you this great sense of confidence. Mm. But obviously, like most of us, you don't feel like it sometimes. So, yeah, it's just nice having that, you know, time to cuddle, like embrace your partner and mm. chat and, yeah, and that's all part of it as well, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. That's all part of intimacy. And can I just share something else too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, Penis and vagina sex is not the be-all and end-all of sex. Mm. We actually rarely have penis and vagina sex nowadays. Mm. It's yeah. more about devoting individual time yeah. to each other to get each other off. Yeah, you're and right. we did an online course called oh. Pleasuring the Vulva. Vulva. I love saying that word. <laughs> vulva. And you do say it very well. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. And um, it was oh, half an hour, 45 minutes of exploring my vulva online uh, on a guided um, thing, all done very tastefully and yeah. securely as yeah, well. And yeah. I can send you the link to um, to share. It's do an Australian you, company. Do you have these links to these yes. things on your website Yes, I've got as a well. resource page yeah, um, right. on the right. thing. Look, I'll say it's Curious Creatures who are based in Melbourne and uh, my darling, darling partner is now the master of my vulva. And what a lovely feeling too for him oh, to mm. know that and have that Oh, it's empowered him, mm. yes. You know, we talk mm. about love languages as well and, you know, like the acts of service and connection are two big love yeah. languages. Mm. And, you mm. know, I think that whole ritual of being intimate is an important love language Definitely. for some more than others. Yeah, that's but, right. So if it's yeah. important to you, then it's great that he yeah. knows yes. and vice versa. Yeah. And, like, and I've had to tell him, like I've really mm. dug deep about these are my needs and wants. I don't need you in my life. Yeah. I want you in my life because you can't, we're just so funny together. Mm. You know, we're just natural comedians. Mm. And I've said to him recently, <laughs> we should do our own podcast because ah. we're the duo. Like I really admire your duo that you oh, both have, you. you've got this incredible, hilarious chemistry. <laughs> See, look, <laughs> I wish we I were on camera. I we're laughing at. I know. <laughs> you I know. think it's because we still get surprised that people like this to us. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, God, my face is so sore from smiling. <laughs> oh, I'm oh. listening to your podcast. I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah, are you? <laughs> Really, you're listening to us. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, look, you know, I, I'd have to say he's he's learned a lot from me. I came to that relationship with a lot more sexual experience than he had. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, he's, he's benefited. Obviously, yeah. been waiting to meet you all his life. Yeah. Yeah. No, can I tell you something sweet? Yeah. Okay, so he's four years younger than me, but we're in that same generation. Yeah where we grew up, our childhood was in the 70s, yep. teenage years in the 80s, 80s. and ad- young adult in the 90s. That's so us. we share all this music, mm. okay? Mm. He's from WA and mm. Eurogliders, remember that? Oh, yes. 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 Did yep. we ever? He, we were on the couch one night. One of our fun things that we like to do is to just Chromecast YouTube and play old Countdown clips, Oh, yeah, fun. Okay, from our youth. And the, a Eurogliders song came on, I Can't Wait to See You. 
And he held me in his arms and he sang it to me. Oh, my gosh. Not lip sync. He sang it to me while Grace is singing. Mm. And we created this, like, vortex and I just burst into tears and I said, You're, you know, I think I've loved you since I was about 15. Uh, He's been the man, yeah. the boy mm. I've always waited for. Oh. And the, the foreigner song, I've been waiting oh, yeah. for a girl like you. Yeah, yeah come into my life. I was that girl. He told me that mm. I was that girl. So we have oh, this, gosh. I don't know, timeline where we were yeah. looking for this incredible yeah. person, hoping to meet them. And then you yeah. found each other. Yeah. So yeah, and That's, you know, I <clears throat> hear stories like that and I love that so much. But mm. then my whole woo-woo mind goes down that, that you've mm. met in past lives and what was yes. your connection in the last oh, life. Oh, Trish, here she where goes. that's a whole other podcast. Here she goes. <laughs> it's a whole She's other podcast. Please. I like getting your woo woo on. I've got a few woo woo stories we should share. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and get, hit the snakes in the remain, lolly jar. You've got to remain curious. You know, no, and I do. I do. And anyway, yeah, yeah. we are running hey, out of yeah. time. I'm way more woo woo ish now yes. from doing this podcast. Okay. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what a sex positive landscape will look like when and if we eventually have it? I suppose. Oh, for me, mm. I see where women are comfortable speaking out. You know, when there's when there's women saying, "I'm having the best sex of my life," relationships like the divorce rate maybe will drop. Um, you can walk into a sex shop and feel comfortable. Yeah, it's not tacky. It's not neon. It's don't have a. Well, not candy bink with pink <laughs> black writing. <laughs> Did I say bink or pink? I uh, think you, you said, said bink. It's because yeah, <laughs> I was thinking black and pink. Because they're all black and pink. They are yeah. neon. So you go, no, two um, new words for you today. There you go. Celebrity and bink. Yes. Okay. <laughs> to put that in my little notepad. Um, yeah, just where women are comfortable. I think men have claimed that space for some time. Mm. Um, you know, pornography right. is so male-orientated. Yeah, it is. And, you know, and there's good porn out there. You, do you know about Make Love Not Porn? No. Okay. So Cindy Gallup is, I think she's British. When we talked about, you know, young guys learning about sex via porn, She's yeah, on. Yeah. She's on a mission to re-educate men. Great. So she fucks a lot of young guys. Ah. Okay. To teach them, but she's made a porn subscription service called Make Love Not Porn, where it is ordinary couples providing their home sex tapes. Ah, okay. Okay. Mm. So um, the other one is Erica Lust. She's either Swedish or from Switzerland, and she makes ethical pornography. Wow, ethical pornography. I've mm. never heard of that. Yeah, so Erica spelt Because I K. imagine that yeah, okay. industry would be rife with, with um, all sorts of unethical yeah. drugs. It's a bit scary. It would be. Yeah. Yep. And actually, can I mention um, there's a wonderful film that was made in America about two years ago now called uh, by Jessica Drake, who's one of the hugest porn stars in America, mm-hmm. and Joan Price. Joan is my hero. She's actually one of the women who gave me the courage to start my business. Oh, wow. Because I thought, how am I going to tell my mum? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm an admin officer by day and a madam of a sex shop by night, mum. So Joan is now in her late 70s mm-hmm. and for the last 20 years she's been advocating for ageless sexuality, mm. which was a big core focus yeah. of my business. Yes. I did see that online. I saw that. I loved mm. that. Um, yeah. You know, a special place for over 50s yes. and elderly couples, yes. which is so brilliant. there's a fabulous documentary that they made together mm-hmm. and it's wicked. Oh, gosh, I'm having a menopause brain fog moment, ladies. <laughs> it's on my website. I'll send you the link. Yeah, um, but brilliant. the Joel and Bonnie, who are the cast, on the, two of the cast on the screen, mm. I've interviewed them and, like, it's full-on sex. You're watching yep. older people having sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, there's... Wrinkles, there's grey hair, there's cellulite, there's an older vulva, an yep. older penis. Yep. And I find that really empowering because when you look at sex in films and oh, pornography, yeah. everyone's got a bleached anus oh. or, um, you know, tight, tight tits and yep. flat tummies. Yeah, yeah you know? six packs and yeah. it's just not real. That's right. Yeah. So it's, not the, it's not reflective of the real world that's right. you know, and your average person. And that's what I think about me. I'm mm-hmm. reflective of the real world. Mm, now. Mm. Okay, I'm um, just yeah. an ordinary woman, as I said. Yeah, bit of a bit of a bum, bit of a belly, mm. bit of a mo. Yeah, and and living life the best I can and Thriving. having 
bloody great sex. Yeah. You know? Yeah. More power to you. Well done. Bloody Thank awesome. You. Yeah, yeah, I congratulate you and I really congratulate you on that space that you're holding, your website. Yeah. It's just it's so nice to know that our 50s tribe can go there, have a look around mm. and yeah. just, you know, be and curious. Feel safe. Feel yeah, safe. And, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, if anyone, so I offer important. a service where people can talk to me. Yep. As if they need that sexual confidence, if they just don't yeah. have the confidence well, to even talk to a girlfriend. just with all the yeah. devices online, you know, just to ask, you know, would be nothing no worse than going into limits. one of those yeah, shops and going, yeah, oh, awesome. excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, this one here. To the 20-year-old that's <laughs> working there. <laughs> yeah, we're better off speaking to, you know, women our own age. Yes. Aren't yes. we? Yeah. Far, um, far better doing that. Yeah. We've got a lot of experience. <clears throat> yeah, we do. Yeah, we mm. do. Yeah, mm. which is good. Susan, what's next? What have you got coming up in the mm. in the near future that you're looking forward to? Well, I'm really excited. There's Women of the World Festival happening in Logan, um, middle of July this year, and I'm speaking there in their Bites program. And I'm getting up and sharing my story about how I went from a shy recluse yeah. to a sex educator. Mm. So um, I'm hoping to help change people's lives through that uh, avenue. Mm. Then in October, I've got a trip to Sydney. I'll be speaking at the Silver Sirens Redefining oh, Aging. And you recently interviewed actually Faith. We did. How we, Faith introduced us to you. Oh, yeah, yes. that's right. Yes. And I'm really excited about that because Kathy Lett, who's a great yeah. advocate for ageless sexuality. Yep. And oh, that power after menopause. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be, she won't actually be there, but she'll be speaking for that event. And then mid-October, I'm heading out to Windora for the Channel Country Ladies Day. My gosh, I've seen that this? on no. socials before oh, and it is brilliant. They have actually rural Australia are doing some really great events for women in mm. those areas, which I just think is fantastic. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I'm going out there for the weekend uh, hosting a stall but also a couple of speaking or workshops there. And that rural, I, I want to get out west. Yes. I, I When I had my estate done, and here's a tip, ladies, if you haven't got your will and your estate planning done, please go and do it, mm-hmm. okay? You just can't die without it. Mine's done. Tick that on box. You. Good on you. Is yours done, Mel? Partially done, oh, I think. Finish it off. Yeah. So I'd love to go out with uh, the lovely lawyer that I met, Adele, and do sex and death workshops. Oh, yeah. Nice. Out yep. west, okay. We'll have to set up a stall at Beef Week as well. That seems yeah, well, an appropriate place for it. I lived in Rocky for 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, I don't mind a bit of meat. <laughs> Get along to Beef Week. <laughs> Great place for it. The beef cattle um, capital of Australia, isn't it? Yeah. Rocky. Yeah, yeah. You knew that. That's yes. why you mentioned Rocky. Yes. You oh my that. gosh. I'm, you I'm, connected the dots there. I'm a very visual person. And oh. uh, when I was doing the research and Gwyneth and whatnot, when she launched her range of vibrators, she had this big backdrop that all the celebs got their photos done in front of. And it was all roses, but it looked like a lady's vagina. For, so uh, there was yeah. like, you know, Darker pink, lighter pink, yeah. representing the yeah. vulva mm. and the everything, and that, that could be your stall. Exactly, I you might look that into stall. that. Actually, yeah, Google it. I'll send you a link. Please do. Yeah, because um, M. Rossiano, the comedian, um, she oh, yes. was doing a lot of uh, breakfast radio in Sydney for a while, but she had. Um, her live tour and on her socials, I didn't get to see the show, but on her uh, live tour, she had vagina costumes. Uh huh. And at the end, she rode this big inflatable penis. Imagine going into a costume hire shop no, and no, saying, she got them created. They I'm were dancing after the vulva. vagina costumes. They, yeah. they were dancing vaginas. <laughs> and they were surrounding a big inflatable Speaking penis that costumes, she was riding on. I did bring in a prop to show you. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, we love we love <laughs> we love props. Oh my okay, gosh. prop is oh. for women's self we'll, pleasure. We'll, we'll put a photo on our socials, ladies. Oh, and self defense. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! You wouldn't want to get hit over the head with that. No, this weighs a ton. Oh, and oh it's, my gosh! It's by a um, beautiful brand called Enjoy N J O Y, and this is the eleven. The eleven. It looks like a um, one of a um, baton that the old policeman used to carry and whack people in the heads with. Linda's speechless. <laughs> I'll have to carry it through this. We'll have to post a photo. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! 
personally, I can't talk from experience yet. This is just my demo. Yeah, but, okay. Um, yeah. It, this is straight off the uh, straight off the store floor. New product. <laughs> Holy. Holy so shit. I think shit. It, Yeah, wow. That's... You'd be surprised. It looks like a musical instrument. It does. <laughs> can see myself in it. It's so shiny. To yes. say, can anyone see us? <laughs> yeah, I know. No one's walked past. Classic. So beautiful. Okay. It's medical grade stainless steel. Wow. Just to. Okay. Trish is going to take. I'm a, just getting uh, a photo ready. So just, you keep chatting, my Oh my god. Well, I well, I need to do the wrap up question. You do the wrap up question. I'll get the uh, camera ready so people okay. can see what we're looking at. All right. Cool. All right. Unfortunately, it is time for our wrap up question, Susan. I know an hour goes really quickly. I don't want to go. It? I know it's fun <laughs> as. Um, so if you could go back in time, what would the fifty-ish Susan tell the twenty-ish Susan, and why? Well, when I was 20, I was uh, I had no direction in life. I didn't realise I was beautiful. I'd, I'd had a lot of negative reinforcement as a child. Oh, sorry, that was my bangle hitting the floor. I am so professional. <laughs> <laughs> you need your own comedy sorry. show. <laughs> yeah. So I'd go back and I wouldn't do what Luke McGregor and show myself a video of me having sex because <laughs> mm. I, I, I was 18 the first time I had sex mm. and it was just like yeah with my flatmate's friend and he put it in three times and said, mechanical get it out, and get it out yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so no no um love involved or anything no. but i would just say look you've got a lot of power inside of you that you don't realize and um trust yourself believe in yourself make a plan because i just didn't have a plan i didn't know what i wanted to do yeah i wanted to be when i was a kid yep. i wanted to be either a marine biologist or a zookeeper Mm. So I never went down that path at all. Mm-hmm. And I do regret that. Yeah. Animals have always been a big part of my life, you know, but you can't look back and, and regret. No, no we talked about it? that, when, didn't we? When we are young, we're so able to dream and imagine. And then it's kind of like then when we get older again, we realise that people do do those things, those dreams mm. and those things that we imagine. They do live mm. that life. So mm. why can't we? And then we realise again that it is possible. Yeah. Mm. But in so, that middle, we just get carried on with just living. That's right. We've got a lot of responsibilities and obligations at that mm. time. Mm. But at 20, I was single. I hadn't had a child mm. and I didn't realise that the world was my oyster yeah. and I was its pearl mm. at that time. So it's a nice metaphor. It is. It's beautiful. Yeah. 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 And to make an oyster, you know, make a pearl, you need that bit of sand in there. To, and we, we're back to the irritation. sand. And I'm yeah. not going to I'm not disagree with anything she says in case she hits me over the head with that big silver thing. <laughs> she got a weapon in her hand, mm. I tell you what. Totally awesome. Thank you. And something else I loved reading about you, Susan, was that you um, you champion the belief that growth and change in adults can happen at any any stage. Like we're not too old as midlife, you know, women yeah. To, yeah. to change and to grow. So it doesn't matter what age you are. Mm, mm. You can change your life. You can yeah. make those changes that you've been dying to do but couldn't for whatever reasons were holding you back. Yeah. It's only too late if you die and you didn't do what you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. So thank you so much, thank you, Susan, Susan, for coming in and I've chatting to us this today. So much. Yeah. I think we've got oh, so much too. more that we could talk yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I look forward to your future episodes. Yeah, thanks. thank you, Susan. We're having a we're having a good time. We're yeah. having <laughs> doing this. a great time. And you'll have an even better time with the little. Prezzies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Susan bought us a gift bag. Yeah, we've Everybody? got a gift bag. Susan bought us a gift dishes. bag. <laughs> We're very lucky ladies. So that's it from us today. If you would like to know more about Susan Jarvis, The Maven, we've put links in our show notes to both her podcast, The Maven's Private Diaries, and a website, The Spicy Boudoir, as well as Susan's online forum for women to talk about sex. Don't forget you can follow us on Instagram at Don't Give a 50 or email us at hello at don'tgiveafifty.com.au. And remember our Gorgeous 50 issues. Life is for living. Don't give a 50 because we're all 50 and awesome, regardless of age. And living and ageing and pleasure is an absolute privilege. Absolutely, ladies. Amen to that.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.